back to the show, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Hope you're having a great start to your week. Thanks for being here. If you miss Blinded by the Item, you can always check out the podcast, Blinded by the Item. And we also have a website, blindedbytheitem.com. You can send us, if you see a celebrity and you see them doing something or even just existing, let us know. Or if you don't and you just want to make up a great story for us to read on the air, we'll do it. (laughs) Just make it plausible so that we're not completely convinced you're lying. That's correct. Yes. Okay. The SAG Awards were this weekend. Um, so big winners, Oppenheimer, The Bear. Uh, we have Killian Murphy winning, Lily Gladstone. A lot of, um, it's a lot more laid back, you know, than Golden Globes, I think, or um, uh, the Oscars for sure. I mean, Pedro Pascal had just an open shirt. It's pretty nice. Yeah, he looked pretty good. He did. And he did not expect to win. Um, in his category. But before we get to that, let's go over some of the um, other awards that I haven't mentioned. Uh, we have, uh, in a supporting role, we have Robert Downey Jr. winning for Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. I didn't even recognize him at first when I saw Oppenheimer. It took me like a good 10 to 15 minutes oh, to sure. realize it was him. Did any of you feel that? Did you guys feel that way, or you knew right away? I haven't seen it yet. I knew he was oh. in it, so I was excited to, as soon as he popped up, I was like, uh, oh, there he is, and he does yeah. look great as Strauss, so yeah. Yes. Um, and then we have Succession winning. Not a big surprise. This is an ensemble and a drama series. And then the ensemble for comedy series went to the bear. Which I still am like, <laughs> I know that they put it in that so that I they know, don't have to compete with the is. dramas, but yeah. Hollywood. Quirky. That's right. But totally worthy. Another great category that they have is stunts. So stunt ensemble and a motion picture went to Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Tom Cruise got all of them. <laughs> yes, it's all Tom Cruise. He's he's done all the stunts. They're all clones of he Tom Cruise. He just wears like a mask for the different people. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then for stunt stunt ensemble in TV, The Last of Us one. Oh wow. So it's always good to see that makes sense. some other categories Other than there. like the A-team or MacGyver. Right. <laughs> the A-team or MacGyver. <laughs> it's like the only TV shows I'm thinking of that have like stunts. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm sure those stunt people were like bruised at the end of the season. Ooh, I think uh, Walking Dead probably has some, a lot of stunts that's done. I don't know why though. I just feel like the early 80s, 90s stunt folks they just had a harder go of it because like they didn't have the safety probably that they do now right like they oh, probably God. just walked around with like Trapple. there's probably a home somewhere in hollywood where like the old stunt folks from like those shows have like you know go to repair their bodies yeah <laughs> gosh and talk about the good old days the good old days so this is magnum pi this was a of course a weird year because of the strike that went on for 118 days. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, a lot of them are thankful for the Guild. They mentioned that in their speeches, um, you know, how important it is for them to have the Screen Actors Guild to protect actors from all the stuff, obviously, that they fought for yeah. this last year. Really important. Um, and it streamed live on Netflix for the first time. Yeah, I did see that, and I was like, oh, am I going to watch this? And I was like, meh, I'll probably watch some clips. I did. I watched the most important ones, 9 minutes, 43 seconds, Barbara Streisand, but the right. the um, Paul Mescal. But I do, I do like the idea of Netflix, you know, putting these up. So you don't always have to turn to the same, you know, 
commercial television experience. Although I bet most of the people watching Netflix had commercials. Oh yeah. You know, I, they wouldn't have played them live though. Did anybody watch it live? I didn't. I had, I just was like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm curious if they had live commercials, if that's hmm. a thing. Cause you know, now Netflix, like we just, we get it through our T-Mobile now and it has ads and they're just mm. kind of like, kind of like with our audio uh, experience with podcasting where you put markers yes. throughout the show. It just appears to be random. Whereas I wonder if with their live broadcasts, if Netflix yeah. uh, mm. does some ads. I'm guessing if it's like some other content that's like that, I think it's probably just like there's a live feed. There's like, okay, now we're going to break and then they'll yeah. pan to a different camera where if you're paying the ad tier, ah. you're watching different pictures and just seeing kind of like a minute of cast, you know, going around the room looking okay. at people yeah. or maybe seeing something other pre- pre-produced stuff. But yeah. usually that's how they do it when okay. it's a live that's good to know. I tier or no, non-tier. Yeah. Yeah, so if you actually watched it live, let us know what the experience was like. If you had, if there were too many ads, if you're like, oh, it's hard to get through this. I, I was... will say the 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 ad supported version of Netflix. This is not the topic that you brought us here for, but That's just fine. quickly, that um, it's not been it's not been annoying to watch Gosh. ads. Yeah, because the worst... they're usually about thirty seconds. Sometimes there's a sixty second thrown in there, but it's not like Hulu where or when AMC you watch Plus, jeez, when you watch Hulu and it's like a minute thirty. Yeah. Okay, so this uh, lastly here, Pedro Pascal won uh, for The Last of Us. He didn't expect to win, and um, he did have an f bomb that I took out. So here he is talking about uh, well, winning and being really excited and drunk. Pedro Pascal, the last of us. This is uh, this is this is wrong for a number of reasons. Um, I'm a little drunk. Uh, I thought I could get drunk. And uh, uh, thank you, HBO. Uh, uh, oh, geez, Louise, um, I'm making a fool of myself. But thank you so much for this. Um, I've been in the union uh, since 1999, so this is an incredible honor. We're on Netflix. And um, uh, 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 to the nominees, all of you, I can't remember any of your names right now, uh, to uh, Craig Mazin, Neil Druckmann, uh, 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 Franny, um, Casey at HBO, uh, it's very appropriate you've given me a job because I grew up watching your network. I have no skills. I have no other interests. So the least you could do is give me a job. Um, Franklin and Sue, you're with me here tonight. My family is maybe watching. I'm not sure. I'm going to have a panic attack and I'm going to leave. Oh, he just started crying when he talked about his family there. Yeah. That was very Got sweet. Emo. He's adorable. Oh, yeah. Mike, what'd you learn? Uh, Deb, during we were listening to that, actually called in and said she was watching live and she must pay for uh, no ads because she says it was really bizarre. I kept seeing all these short little interviews they were doing with the winners, like in a way that they've never done during the broadcast oh. before. I'm willing to bet that is what was playing in, on, place, yeah. of in place of the ad. Yeah. So if you were watching with ad supported, smart. you were probably watching a commercial Okay, at that time. Good to know. Well, Don, thanks for that SAG update, and I'm sure uh, we'll get maybe some more input when our friend Paul McGuire Grimes joins us later uh, this week because he would have not voted. I was thinking the Television Critics Association, right? But he'll definitely have some opinions about what movies are in theaters this weekend. So stay tuned. No. All right, when we <laughs> when we come back here on the Adventures of Bradley and Don from the Saggies. 
to the Streeper. Actually, the Streeper is Meryl Streep, and we'll tell you why we're talking about her when we come back right here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Or Sheep or Stort or Merton. What are we going to call Meryl Streep and Martin Short? They're a couple. Come on. We want this Short? to happen. We're trying to ship them right now. That's what the kids say. Do they even say that anymore? Um, probably not since I did. With a P. I'm yeah. not. Uh, I'm, I'm not um, hip. always hip on the cool phrases. So by the time it gets to me, no one's saying it anymore. Yeah. That's not going to stop me from saying it on the air, though. Stan, ship. Riz. That's right. All these terms that we know. Okay. Meryl Streep and Martin Short. Come on. You don't think that they're, they no. could be they're around the same age? She just announced that um, she has been separated um, from her husband, Don Gummer, for six years. Um, maybe they're finally ready to, you know, date. And you think, like, you know, is this like the Sydney Sweeney Glenn Powell? I don't know. Uh, experience happening on Only Murders. Like they Maybe. did the show together. But I like this one because they're both single, fully single. Well, I like them. Yeah. Um, now, they went to dinner the other day, which isn't helping any of the speculation. They've been to dinner a lot. And they go with friends, but maybe that's just a cover. Yeah, I mean, literally, they're just in the same place. That <laughs> does not mean they're dating. But they're laughing and they're having a great time at dinner. I have their full friendship timeline oh, would you like to know who put that together one wonders l of course they did so let's see they um he actually did a broadway play in 2015 she was there to support him <gasps> oh it's only a play it's called and um that was in 2017 or was it yeah then in uh, 2017 they sat next to each other at the afi's achievement award gala I mean, they're going deep into this. Then we skip all the way to February 2023. Um, they were at a Broadway show together, but Martin Short was there as a third wheel. I'm not Martin Short. Um, Steve Martin was there as a third wheel. <laughs> so, um, but that's just a cover mm, because they clearly. really wanted to go on a date together. To oh, so why would they need show. to hide it if they were actually interested in each other? They want to be aloof. They want to keep us guessing and keep the romance alive for. Only murders. So that in the we'll building. keep watching. Maybe it's a publicationship so that That's we'll watch okay. the series. I'm so what? <laughs> I was gonna say so, I'd watch that series regardless. So they have a relationship on Only Murders in the Building. She is going to be on the show next season. And 
you know. Some... Well, we do know a spoiler alert, right? It's not a spoiler alert, though, but we know like where the series mm-hmm. is taking place because you told us that, right, Mike? Yeah, it sounds like they're relocating to L.A. Which makes sense that their character, that Meryl would still be on because her character essentially at the end of last season, not a spoiler alert, says she's going to go to L.A., right? Yeah, for a and, big break. and she's like, uh, I've got this opportunity to do this show and... I'm going to go, and then he's like, maybe I will go with you. And we're like, yay, but we don't want him to. So we're moving the whole cast to L.A. because, you know, you can't let Meryl go. Um, Now, she talked to, actually, the showrunner did an interview with The Wrap, and he was talking about their their on-screen romance, and they have such an incredible connection together. and then it's a beautiful romance that you want to buy. I think it's because of who these two characters are. But you see Marty step up in ways that are incredible and nobody works harder at it. He's coming in with more intelligence to the work and just how he blends, you know, a comedy and drama and how good he is. She's watching him going, this is he's an amazing actor. You're selling it. Yeah. Did so, you get paid by these two? No, but they're, they're around the same age. They've grown up in the industry together, you know. <laughs> They've been around for so long, and they're 73 and 74. Yeah. And if you want to, you know. I spend... feel like she's at a point in her career, she's like, I, I don't need nothing. I don't need a man. She's got friends. Maybe <laughs> they have sex. I don't know. Oh, my God. That doesn't mean she... You just fondled your... <laughs> you literally <laughs> just... Well, hold on to my water bottle. You're like, oh, my God. God. (laughs) I just think it would be great. Um, But yeah, I mean, I it it certainly would. I just, you know, I feel like that's wishful thinking. Bill Maher asked her and she said, oh, we're not a couple. We're just very close friends. Mm, That's adorable. I love her. You know, they were also they sat next together um, at the last award show. And I mean, I'm not going to complain. I want them both to be happy. Yeah. I do too. They're both wonderful people. And the fact that they are both being successful in Hollywood at this stage in their careers is pretty fabulous. For as much as we, um, you know, poo-poo on Hollywood and all their bad choices, the fact that these, you know, very successful actors continue to have successful careers. And that actually goes to the whole series. Like, there are several actors on that show who have continued to, you know, add to their long list of career accolades Absolutely. by being members of the cast. I can't think of her name, but she was Steve Martin's love interest. She was from oh, SCTV. Yeah. Like that woman, she has been around as long as Steve the Martin, Mar- player or... Martin Short. Yes. Yes. With the fish tank. Yes. Yeah. What is her name? Oh gosh. And oh my, Andrea oh, oh, you're talking something? about, oh, she's amazing. Uh, you're talking about someone else. I was talking about the first Andrea season. Martin. Andrea Martin. Yeah, not oh. the not the prisoner. Spoiler alert: not the oh. one who goes to jail. God, no, um, not her. But she is absolutely wonderful. Yeah, when I saw her in that series, I was like, "Wow, I love that Andrea Martin." By the way, she looks amazing. But she has literally been acting since um, the 1970s, at least, and a Broadway and she's star approaching. Too. Uh, you know, 80 years old and is just an amazing woman. So, Plus and our, Steve Martin. And our soon-to-be uh, winner of Supporting Actress of the uh, of the Year is going to be, it was on that show, Divine Joy Randolph. Oh, yes. yeah. Absolutely. yeah. So, Absolutely. That cast is insane of that right. show. No, really I agree. is good. Now, Tobert, I'm not And so they sure had Matthew Broderick. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Yes. I wonder if he was difficult on the show. You like said Tobert. You didn't like Tobert? I don't really like Tobert. I don't. I mean, he's fine. Wow. Yeah. I think it could have maybe. I was thinking, so he's an attractive guy. Did Selena get stars in her eyes when she helped cast that guy? Oh. And she's like, oh, I want to kiss that guy. But I, the thing I like about him is his eyes are so mysterious. Like, you don't know. Is he good? Is he bad? That's is he good? True. Is he bad? Maybe so, he'll turn out to be bad. Apparently, he was on Grey's Anatomy for a while, and Sarah had thoughts as soon as he popped up. Yeah. They weren't great. I'm not surprised. So, I don't know. They you weren't they, great? They were probably I, great for her. They were No, no, no. She didn't really care for him, I think, because oh. of the role in Grey's Anatomy. I was like, those eyes, though. Yes. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, there are people. You know who else has eyes like that? Do you guys watch Abbott Elementary? Yeah. There's a new character in the new season of Abbott Elementary, and I can't. I don't know his name. Forgive me, but he has those eyes that you the whole time you're just like, Oh my God. Yeah. He's staring right through me. Like if that person came in and they didn't even have an acting job before and they come into a casting call, aren't you like, uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. Or if he just came into the room that I was yeah. in, I would instantly be like, I don't, whatever you want here, go for it. Yeah. You need money? My God. Jeez. <laughs> don't cookies? ever become a casting agent. Oh boy. You might make some bad choices. Um, I'm trying to find his name. But I've seen him in other things. He reminds me of um, the hot criminal. Remember, yeah. everybody was crazy. You're for talking that guy? about Tobert, the guy who yeah, plays Tobert. Yeah, Tobert. What is his? What is uh, the Jesse actor's Williams? Name? Jesse Williams. Okay. And I wish I want to find that other guy's name. I'll find it. The one from Abbott Elementary. And tell you when we come back right here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We've got another story. This time it's all about hot royals. Mm. Right here on my talk. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Entertainment. The little blind spot. Hey, it's Bradley. Have you been thinking about window treatments for your home, but you've been holding out for a good deal? Well, I have good news. That deal is happening at Little Blind Spot with the Hunter Douglas Style and Savings Event. Now through April 1st, you can get a $75 rebate per shade when you purchase 4 to 10 Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades, Pirouette Window Shadings, Silhouette Window Shadings, or Vignette Modern Roman Shades, including PowerView Automation. Other exclusions and restrictions apply, so ask for details. Hunter Douglas window treatments are a smart investment. Apart from the design improvements, there are many practical benefits. They improve the lifespan of your furniture, the quality of sleep you get at night, and even the amount you pay in energy bills. Every penny you can save counts these days, and so does supporting local. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today or online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Little Blind Spot, we're big on service. Thanks for being here with us. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Happy Monday to you. So we go from talking about hot equities. And now we're going to talk about ice cream and a little food court. We're going to cool off with a little food court. court. 
Yeah, we are. Food. I'm excited food for it. Court. You guys food ready for court. it? You guys food ready for court. it? Food are you sure? Court. Yep. Okay. Okay. Fine. We'll do it then. Food, Dan. Now I'm going to visit the only court I could never be in contempt of. Food court. Bradley versus Dawn. They love to argue. On topics from the world of cuisine. White meat or dark meat? Blue cheese or ranch? It's food court. Gotta be a better way to phrase that. Let's go. The Honorable Mike Ganger presiding. Something's happening in the food court. Oh, a Sabaro. Uh, I always want Sabaro. Okay, this is not about pizza today. It's no. about ice cream. And I know you're thinking to yourself, this is an ice cream season. Look oh. outside, Mary. It is. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to sound so rude. Mary. But <clears throat> there is a story about ice cream in the New York Times. And I read it and I thought to myself, really? That's interesting. I First of all, I'm surprised the New York Times did a whole piece on it. But here we are, nevertheless. And I learned something. And the story is all about one ice cream flavor that slowly but surely, once a year-round staple... Is falling out of favor. Fa- flavor. It's falling out of flavor. Flavor. It is falling out of favor, and that ice cream flavor <laughs> is chocolate chip. What? What? Chocolate chip. Turns out, mm, I need some cookie really, dough in there. People don't like it anymore. Well, that's part of the problem. Is that damn cookie dough? It got everybody thinking all mm-hmm. these big ideas about what could be an ice cream. And I am actually surprised, but to that end, 651-641-1071, feel free to join the conversation. we got a few minutes. We can talk about ice cream because I love ice cream, and I'm sure you do too. What's your least favorite flavor? So, Don, you're not a fan of perhaps just plain old boring chocolate chip. You would want to shove some... I need some cookie dough in some there. Some cookie dough yeah, there, in there. There was a time in my life where I would just get a tube of cookie dough and just slice a piece off of it and just eat it. I'm sure there's a lot of people who do that. Well, now you don't even have to do that. Now you no. can buy legit cookie dough bites. Uh-huh, and they don't have any egg in them, and that's what makes it... you. It's kind of unsafe to eat raw cookie dough if you put an egg in it. Anyway, I would say... If you think that eating raw cookie dough is unsafe, I mean, you don't live on the edge. <laughs> do you have a least favorite ice cream? I would say anything with cherries in it, <gasps> like a cherries jubilee wow. or something. I just don't... Shocking. I don't like chocolate covered cherries. Ooh, you don't like Cherry Garcia? Mm, no, oh. no, I do not. I used to eat the fruit out of that. I do not enjoy that at all. I would never choose that. Okay, so uh, like a chocolate cherry ice cream. So chocolate chip with cherries, not a good mm, combo. No, no way. Mike, do you have a favorite, least favorite? I know I'm wrong, um, but no, you can be wrong. I don't like mint. I don't like mint in anything, and I definitely don't like mint in my ice cream. I am Tastes actually... Like I'm eating toothpaste, and I don't like it. I... I in fact I said that to Don. I'm not a huge yeah. fan of mint mm-hmm. flavor things either. I do like thin mints weirdly because oh, I okay. think if you overpower mint enough with chocolate, I'm here for it. But I wouldn't. It wouldn't be my first choice. So I I think that's that's allowable. Yeah. And How mint, about you? mint chocolate chip also. Um, you know. Uh, Is that your least favorite? I'm, that, also, I don't know. You know what? Would, okay, no. You know what my least favorite would be? What? Bubba gum. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's you ever something had you, gum ice cream? as a kid, you think that is what I want for sure. No doubt about it. Yeah. But those bubblegum pieces, they're so hard yeah. because they're frozen and you break your jaw. And I just would end up eating them anyway. Yeah. Oh, just you'd swallow. Yeah. Them. Yeah. I, but I did that with gum. I was a weird kid. I always swallow yeah. my gum. I think I've got about eight pounds of bubblegum in my gut still. Well, it does go through you, by the way, because 
doctors will tell you that's such an old wives' tale. It doesn't just stay in your stomach. If it's stuck, we'd be in trouble. <laughs> I mean, I'd have a whole. I'd be pound. blowing bubbles every time I broke broke wind. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning to talk to you about that. That's why you were so worried about um, about Zendaya's outfit at the Dune premiere. (laughs) That was was a big plastic bubble over her butt bubbles. (laughs) Oh no! Okay, so bubble gum, mint ice cream, chair, anything with cherries. Yeah, I don't love Rocky Road either. I'll be honest. I agree. I'm not a huge. Can I? Can I throw this in the mix? This will be a really unpopular opinion. Uh, welcome to Unpopular Ice Cream Opinions mm-hmm. with the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn featuring uh, producer Mike. Chocolate ice cream in general is not my favorite. I would rather have vanilla ice cream with chocolate stuff in it. Oh, sure. okay. Like, I would rather have a vanilla ice cream with chocolate bits than a chocolate ice cream with <laughs> some kind of bits. Yeah. Because sometimes chocolate ice cream can be too overpowering. I prefer it. Now, I'm looking at Baskin-Robbins website, and they say what your personality is <gasps> based on your choices. Okay, so favorites or least favorites choices? Um, so if you like, um, this is all about your favorites. Okay. So what is your favorite out of pralines and cream, chocolate chip cookie dough, mint, very berry strawberry, chocolate, vanilla, jamocha, chocolate chip, rainbow sherbet, Sherbet and Rocky Road. I would say either pralines or jamoka. So let's okay. go jamoka. Jamoka, you're most likely to be scrupulous, <laughs> conscientious, and uh, a moral perfectionist. Nope. <laughs> That's a bunch of lies. What about pralines? <laughs> pralines, you're most likely to be loving, supportive, and prefer to avoid the spotlight. Mm, also well. lies. <laughs> what would your choice be, Don? Um, I like anything with that is you chocolate. said cookie dough so what does cookie dough mean oh cookie dough is um ambitious competitive and a visionary Ooh, ooh, those are good characteristics I think that I fit more. chocolate is if it's just chocolate dramatic lively charming flirtatious flirtatious oh, please seductive and oh, gullible okay. gullible well, i am gullible sure. mike sure. out of those what's your favorite uh, out of those, oh, geez, you didn't no. say my favorite, which is uh, uh, maple nut. That would be my favorite. But <laughs> they don't have maple I nut, know. but I, I I, see butter pecan would, would be my just, favorite. Butter pecan, for sure, would be in the mix. We're always looking for butter brickle. Remember that? It's that? basically the same yeah. as butter pecan. I think the closest would be pralines and cream, though. Okay, right? go with that. Okay, loving, supportive, and prefer to avoid the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Not true. Uh, the <laughs> loving, loving and supportive, and supportive definitely. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. Who do we have on the line, Mike? Lisa on the line talking about her least favorite ice cream. Lisa, what's your least favorite, honey? Oh, I just dislike uh, Rocky Road. I've never, Mm. ever liked it. Like you said, Bradley, chocolate is just, it's too chocolatey, you know? (laughs) It was marshmallow-ish. Yeah. As a kid, marshmallows kind of grossed me out in ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, sweetie. Have a wonderful afternoon. I would always get it, too, and I go, why do you keep getting Rocky Road? But he just yeah. Oh, that's because the, that's because they had like two choices that's when true. he was growing exactly. up. Probably. <laughs> Have a great Thank week. Thank you. Rocky Road. What does that tell you? Um, aggressive, engaging, <laughs> and and a good listener. I think this is just lies. I don't know. They, my, did, first of they all, did a study. Uh, <laughs> they who did, did a study? Baskin Robbins. Okay. That very scientific, <laughs> vaunted institution. Hey, it filled this Robin. segment, didn't it? Yeah.
with lies. Uh, and now I want ice cream, and I'm yeah. sure you guys do too. So get on that. Bring us some ice cream. When we come back, I do have another food story for you, Dawn, but this time it's a viral restaurant story. You may have heard this story about a restaurant uh, owner who reached out to a customer she was not happy with. I'll tell you all about it when we come back. Imagine being told you're too hot for your job. We got to hide you away because you're distracting the the public. You have (laughs) to to be. Yeah. You have to be put away because you're just too hot. They actually made Dawn and I wear paper bags on our heads when we came in the office because we were so hot. Yep, that's true. And then I requested a paper bag dress because I wanted to match. And then she realized before it was too late. (laughs) But it was a see-through plastic bag because nobody uses paper bags. And then I became Bianca Sensori. Okay, well, been fun. Yes. Okay. So, but that's not who we're talking. That's not who are we talking about, Bradley? Well, Dawn, I would like to do a thing, and that is cross the pond for a hot minute. Perfect. Hello, Dawn in America. We are across the pond in the United Kingdom, in fact, at Buckingham Palace, where I would like to tell you about the hot equerry. Ooh. Hot equerry. Is that a new appetizer on the <laughs> menu? A hot equerry? We got some hot equerries at the Bennigans. No. Hot equerry, an equerry, equerry, is a job over in the UK, Dawn. And the hot equerry in particular just lost that job. Why? Because he was so hot. This is literally a story. This is literally a thing that happened. People magazine had the tale of a gentleman by the name of Lieutenant Colonel Johnny Thompson, who is none other, by the way, than King Charles' right-hand man. And in fact, the right-hand man of Charles was so hot, John. How hot was he? Thank you for asking. He was so hot. They demoted him. What? They took him out of the public spotlight because (laughs) he looked too pretty. Lieutenant Colonel Johnny Thompson, known uh, virally because it was a viral video that brought him to the attention of the world, has been forced behind the scenes for fear that his hotness would overshadow the King of England. Wow. That's literally, I mean, literally the story I saw in people, and I was like, okay, I need to understand this, because to you, I, or, I don't know about you, Don, but to me, it sounded like an episode of The Crown. Yes. And if this di- if this is true, I mean, you could totally see this happening, where they're like, um, all these headlines about the hot equerry, and, um, which hot equerry just means hot horse guy, but it's not really a horse yeah. guy anymore. It used right. to be a horse guy. Yes. Anyway, so it's a the king's... definition, historically, an officer of the household of a prince or noble who has charge over the stables. Yeah, but it's really just like an aide to the king. Right. And in, in modern times anyway, and thus is out in public with King Charles and looks quite dapper when he is. And on on official occasions has a whole uniform with, you know. I mean, that's a dorky uniform and he still looks wow, good. I know. I mean, there's this purple number that he's wearing that is ridiculous. <laughs> well, I mean, Don, all of the things that the royal family wears, generally ridiculous. Look at the this is king extra. in with his scepter. I mean, in the year 2023. <laughs> yes. But if you look at him in just a business suit 
Wow. Wow. It's business time. So anyway, I thought to myself, this is too good to be true. But it's not because according to People Magazine, which only tells the truth, the Times reported that is over in the UK that Hot Equery has, quote, (laughs) transitioned into a new post following his viral frenzy. Now, this is what I love because it says that he remains an equerry to the king and queen, but it's an executive and less public facing role. Now, you would say, why? Because he's too hot? Because they're not going to say that, right? They're, the king's not going to be like, you're too hot. Go away. Well, he might have said that, but he would have said it to People Magazine or The Times, right? Yeah. You got to have a, some like reason. Like, what's the reason, do you think, that they were like, he, this is why. Because when he was on camera and he's directly in the background, no one is listening to what King Charles is saying. Well, no, that's the real reason. I'm saying, what do you think is the plausible reason they gave the media for why he has transitioned into a new role? Because they're not going to say, he was too hot. Um, He's really good at businessy stuff and he's really good at working the computer. I like that. Uh, But here's what they did say. And I just loved. Now I got to see. Now him in a kilt in the full Scottish. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot to take off there. Uh what? It he's not ugly, Dawn. No, and Yeah. I mean, for a British guy. Now here's what the Times says is the public reason. Don't say for a British guy. Why? I think some I think They are, but we have hotter people here in the US. As a when you compare Britain. In the U.S., we have hotter. We have like more by to numbers. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say there are quite a few hotties. But he's extra hot, and a lot of the other people around him aren't as hot. Uh, what about France? I don't know nothing about France. I'm just saying. I you did seem date to a have French this, like, foreign exchange student, though. He was pretty hot. List of like who's got the most hotties. I just wanted to compare the U.K. So I wanted to give you the real reason. Okay. <laughs> Which is the Times <laughs> outlined. That the dedicated equerry is, quote, understood not to have enjoyed the public attention he received after attending several high-profile <laughs> events with the king. So basically, he said, I didn't like the fact that they thought I was so hot. I'm going to go away now. Yeah, because people now, were you've watched their enough episodes of The Crown. Mm. How did this work? How did this work? This is how it, it worked. You will say this statement... And you will say that you didn't like the attention. Yeah, likely what happened was Camilla's watching uh, the headlines and they talk about hot equity and she sends a thing. And then some aide goes up to him and is like, oh, you know, the king doesn't want you to be burdened by all of this public attention. What are you talking about? I've been around since his mother was. But you, I was her equi, uh, equerry. <laughs> but you wanting, of course, to do what's best for the king, don't want yourself to be a distraction. Oh, how am I a distraction? Yeah. So the, the moral of the story is, and thank you, you're going to win a Golden Globe in the next <laughs> uh, season of The Crown for that role. Yeah, I didn't even do an accent. No, I mean, it's just amazing, really. Mm-hmm. It seems so natural. Yep. <laughs> My point is... <laughs> Um, he was told, you're too hot. You are too hot. Bye. I wonder. And also, does that make you feel good or bad? Because you just lost your job. I mean, you got a demotion because you're too hot. That is a blessing and a curse. 
Well, here's the situation. Maybe he enjoyed being, I'm sure he enjoyed dressing up in all the costumes and being out and feeling important as the equerry. You know, it's like part of the job is like I get to have attention too. And maybe he liked the attention. <sighs> but he's told you can't like the yeah, attention. Yeah, whether he liked it or not, just having to sit with the reality that um, you lost your job because you're too hot. Most people don't have to deal with that in life. Usually you get a promotion <laughs> if you're hot. <laughs> no. What world are we living in? I think. Are you surprised in- by that reality? Uh, anyway. I did want to just also remind you, this is not the first equerry. Oh, yeah. To lose his job. <gasps> That's true. Princess Margaret. Yeah. She fell in love with an equerry. And his name was Major Townsend. Yeah. And if you don't remember that story, I mean, literally when I read this headline, I was like, do they think we're stupid? I watched that season of The Crown where the man Princess Margaret loved... Mm-hmm. was so adored by the British public. They were like, we got to get this guy out of the country. They literally sent him to France so, because he was too pretty and too popular. And you don't want that around the sovereign because they're all like, eh. you know, they're like, they, yeah. well, they didn't be rude, want Margaret but like, to, you know, be involved with this guy. Well, there's all of that. Away, but it, if he had been sad. a troll, nobody would have cared. But it was when they were in headlines and in photos that everybody was like freaking out at how amazingly popular and beautiful they were. And the fact that the public loved them so much was seen as a threat to the crown. And I think the same was probably true on a smaller scale, surely, because it's not like he was in love with, you know, William or something. Didn't Diana have um, an encounter with another equerry? Because he was. Uh... Nobody in the royal family, I don't think. Oh, okay. I thought Diana had a relationship, and they compared this guy to what Prince Harry looked like. He was. I don't redhead. think he was an equerry. Oh, okay. I think he was in the uh, military, okay. like in the RAF, maybe. Okay. I know okay. who you're talking about. The guy that they compared him to. I think he was James the, Hewitt. Ja- James, James Hewitt. James Hewitt. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But um, again, don't be pretty next to the crown. They don't like it. That's right. If you are a good-looking man, bye. If you have a full head of hair. Oh, maybe they're getting rid of him now so that whenever Prince William takes. Oh, the I mean, you, throne, there could be threats from all. It could be William. It could be Kate. It could be Camilla. It could be Charles. Now, Charles has a lot going on right now. It's probably not him. But you could just see those little palace minions running it's around. Like, yeah, it's always Camilla. Yeah. God. Oh, well. Well, well, I just hope maybe he got a little raise when it comes to his salary again like you don't did you get watch to do the, the crown no they're not getting yes a raise. yes i did i haven't watched the last season but they're not getting still. a raise they're gonna be like and you're gonna like it and they'll work remember what they did to uh the queen's uh lady-in-waiting they basically yeah. shoved her off to like a kennel somewhere yeah. shuffle off to buffalo honey it's we don't need nice. you anymore uh well hot equerry if you're ever in the Twin Cities, oh my God! <laughs> Stop by. Maybe we should we'll um, we should give a tip to the Daily Mail and say, you know, <laughs> he really uh, we saw him out and about and just make a complete lie and say he's welcome here in the Twin Cities. It seems plausible. Did you see the photo in the People magazine of him standing near the little horse? Yeah, I sure do. That's I him feel bad in the for full... that little horse. Why? Because the horse looks ugly now. Kind of. That's an ugly about, horse. 
That's not an ugly horse. It is horse. not a cute horse. <laughs> That's a cute horse. Are you talking about the one in the Scottish? Just... She's in a kilt? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm just saying I think everybody's uglier when they're in the room with I really think that they tried to do something with the horse's mane and the tail. Didn't work. But it didn't work. Like, we need a diffuser or some type of a straightener or maybe go full curly. See, even the queen is laughing. She's like, look at that little horse. (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) And then here's Mr. Hot Stuff behind her with his sword and his kilt and that. And his, look at his. That bag. To me, the sign of a man's um, appeal you just go for the calves. Look at his calves. Oh, I'm all about calves. Yeah. You can tell a lot about a man by his calves. I noticed MC's calves. <laughs> did you? I did. Yeah. I was like, ooh, look at those calves. I just Poor Mike into is like, him. I'm not going to show calves for fear of, I don't know what oh that God. means. He's like, <laughs> he kidding me? I just rolled my jeans up. Yeah. <laughs> going to go for a strut. Just one. <laughs> Why is Mike walking down the hall with his jeans <laughs> rolled? <laughs> Oh, if boy. you know, you know. All right. <laughs> when we come back on the adventures of Bradley oh. at dawn, from calves to ice cream. Oh, that'll give you. <sighs> Ooh. Combine the two. Calves Gotta and take ice cream. The day off. <laughs> There's that's blonde. Or, uh... <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. I'm speechless. That's Dawn's new blog. Calves and ice cream. It's just photos of hot calves. It's not baby cows. Okay, like my sister. (laughs) All right, we'll be right back.